Testing, testing. Excellent. No reverberation. It seems like we are on and we are live. You know, sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, I wonder if I should edit off the beginning of the podcast like this. I put it onto the computer and sometimes I think, oh my lord, we should... Do we need a theme tune? And then I just think, oh, I'm not an editor, you know, I'm a nutritionist, so the more editing we have to do, the less content you're going to get. So what do you want? It's not Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. It's not fluffing, fandangle, tomfoolery and fakery. It's real good old-fashioned conversations. It's real people, real food as well that we eat, real motivation. And we're coming back at you once again. It's Connor Rhodes, as always, your friendly neighbourhood nutritionist. And today I am talking about the, well, I think I'm, I'm going to get this, this topic confirmed or not confirmed, but the benefits of weight loss or maybe the benefits of health or healthy eating with, as always, my co-host, Lynn Robertson. Lynn, how are you? Yes, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Welcome back. It's lovely to speak to you again. I'm really good, thank (laughs) you. I'm having a good day. I've had had one online uh, Zoom personal training session with the great Mm. and powerful Karen McDermott in Scotland, which I like to do. I have roughly one personal training session per day to start my morning off. I've had a nice induction with a lady from Brussels on the continent. Really? Um, Wow. Yes, just join the just join the program. Uh well worldwide, Lynn, in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> and there, and there's me telling someone on the phone yesterday, well it's a Sheffield based group. I said to her, I need to <laughs> I need to stop saying that when I'm um, singing your praises or singing the group's praises. I need to stop saying a Sheffield based group then. Oh, thank you very much. I suppose we are half and half, aren't we? Because probably half of the people in the group do live in or close to Sheffield, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, that's because it, it did start as an in-person group with in-person meetings and like twice a week, even all this type of stuff. It did start as a as a Sheffield-based program, but then just branched out. And then when we entered into the coronaverse, became a fully online program because all the in-person meetings had to get shut down, didn't they? Mm, sadly. Hopefully to be returning soon, though. I hope so. I hope so. I used to love those meetings. But, you know, it depends who you are and what you've joined for and what you get out of it. I've always, you know, I'm a people person, so I've always loved people and meeting people and, you know, putting faces to names and, you know, things like that. And I'm a person who gets a lot more out of something if I'm there in person. I've always been one of those people, you know, like... When I, you know, used to work, going on a training course, I, absolutely fine. I'd come back and understand it. But if I had to read it from a manual, I, I just couldn't, couldn't do it. You know, I have to sort of watch and listen and, and absorb it from a real person. So I hope they do start up again. I, uh, I loved them. No matter where we had them, I still enjoyed them. Yeah, and we'll still continue on with the Zoom meetings regardless, because although that's a slightly different format and it has advantages and disadvantages, it's not as good for the social and it's not as good for people chatting and it's not as enjoyable for people. But people from around the world and from around the UK get to join in on those ones, don't they? So um, hopefully we'll go back to both and have a variety there. That'll be nice, won't it? It will, it will. And then also people have got different um, choices of times of day and different days of the week and that, that way That's as well, true. haven't they? That's true. It is more flexible yep. as well. It is more yep. flexible as well. Um, you yep, said yep, yep. then um, today, Lynn, that you've got a, a big topic of conversation. We've got, some, we've got some things to talk about and it all sounds positive. It sounds like benefits and advantages. 
Yeah, I've written down three negatives though, so uh, but Ooh. they're very tongue in very tongue in cheek. So uh, we do, we'll we come to like those balance, at the end, though, don't we? And we do. We do. Like, <laughs> we do like full perspectives. Yeah, we do talk yeah, about yeah, the yeah. the good and the bad of everything, don't we? Like when we did the calorie counting episode, um, we do. We talked about the positives and the negatives, didn't we? Not just we did. Rose, not yeah. just rose tinted glasses. We're about realism. That's right. That's right. Yep. 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 So, oh, right. so yeah. So, which way did you think? Were you thinking about taking this conversation then? Um, well, I don't want to do the negatives. I'm going to do those at the end because, as I said, they're a bit they're sort of amusing, really, and tongue in cheek. They're not really negatives. Um, but I think I wanted to talk really about um, the benefits of losing weight, and mm. it, this has been inspired um, by lots of things. Really, two or three different things have happened that made me think that this would be a good subject. One of them was the fact that I stumbled across my list of reasons why um, that I made on the notes section of my phone before I joined this program. So it was my reasons why I wanted to lose weight. And they were very different reasons from reasons I've had every other time I've joined any kind mm. of slimming program. So that that was one. The other one was the... Um, uh, video that you did with Jenny Whitehouse not oh, the one excellent. that was that that's not the one where she uh, was interviewing you but the other way around when yep. she was mentioning uh, the benefits and I thought yep 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 a lot of those are on my list and and you know she's sort of seen the light as well if you want to call it that and I'll come back to that in a minute and then the other thing you know you put something in the group asking uh, the members what they thought that the benefits were of either that they've lost weight and they've they're feeling those benefits or that they believe that the benefits will be when they get to a certain stage. So mm. it was like those three things that made me think. So I decided to just jot down the benefits. So I've lost almost four stone now, um, which is, you know, it's a lot, but I still got a long way to go, but it's, it's a lot of weight and the benefits that uh, have come from me losing that amount of weight have uh, been phenomenal. And so I made mm. myself a list this morning uh, and then I, I realised that I thought, oh, I'm going to write down um, three other um, negative things. So as I say, I'll come to that later on. Yeah. So do you want to chip in or shall I continue? No, go for it, please. And so th these are going to be your personal, this is your personal experience benefits from weight loss. Is this what you're saying? It is, but is I it? would imagine that virtually all of them, I say all of them, would apply to other people as well. Hmm. So, so they, they, yes, they're personal because they, they've, they've happened to me, but they're not unique, I don't think. I think that these would or could apply to anybody else. And I think the reason that I said that my reasons why were different this time is because, you know, like most people, I always start a diet, you know, on the 3rd of January or something like that, you know, after you've eaten all the Christmas chocolate and all the food that's in the house <laughs> and everything. So I start on the yeah. 3rd of January, but on the 1st of January, my New Year's resolution has always been, I want to lose weight. And it's almost been, I want to lose weight and I'm definitely going to do it this time. And I've said that and it's just been you know, like broken record. It's not, it's, it's not really meant anything because I've used those words so many times before that I don't think they've registered in my brain or anything. When I've said it, I've just sort of thought, yeah, 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 you know, I'm just going to have another go at losing weight again sort of thing. So that's the first thing. And then I always used to think to myself, well, you know, what, I, what would I feel like if I lost loads of weight? I thought, mm. oh, well, you know, I'd be happier and healthier. And, and, and once again, what does that mean? What does it really mean? What, what, does it, what does it mean? It's not tangible. It's not 
how will you know when you've got there when when you're happier and healthier I don't know you might not be happy because something else might be going on in your life that makes you unhappy but yet and therefore you'd miss the fact that you were happy with the weight loss or or something like that anyway so this time round inspired by and I've said this hundreds of times before but just in case nobody's heard me ramble on about it before this time the one thing that pushed me um, was that I went on seven airplanes to go to America a couple of years ago. Um, one of them being Nashville, which was one of the highlights of my life going there. Um, but the definite lowlights were getting on seven planes and having to ask for extension to seat belts on each one. And I'd never had to do that before. And especially not on American planes because mm. American people you know usually um, I'm generalizing here but you know are bigger people and therefore the seatbelts on their planes are usually very generous so that made me feel even worse I'm thinking even on an American plane and there's all these really big people and yet I'm asking for this extension seatbelt so that was the thing that pushed me this time but I decided that I would write a list of not so much why I wanted to lose weight but what I would be able to do if I lost weight. So it was like a, a different way of looking at it, I thought. What do I want to be able to do that I can't do now if I was leaner, slimmer, narrower, whatever word you want to, to call it? And health never really came into it. And that's an interesting one. Health never came into it because I felt that I was very healthy anyway. Um, hmm. I've always eaten a really um, balanced diet. I've always eaten loads of fruit and vegetables. And as we've talked before, I never really use fat in cooking. I've always used the fry light stuff for, for years and years and years and years. So I've always eaten healthy. And when I was at work, I always used to have an annual medical um a booper medical and they always used to comment and you know, always went in black and white she got a written report afterwards of how obese and fat and everything I was but it always came on afterwards saying however this lady is very healthy uh, you know blood pressure's fine her bloods are fine or this that that so even they confirmed that I was healthy so being healthier or feeling healthier was was never really one of the things that um, I thought that I would get out of this. It was more, what, what do I want to be able to do? And, and therefore, I can tick these things off one by one when I can actually do them. I'm going to stop a little bit now because I am conscious of the fact that I will just talk the whole way through this one. I did tell you this <laughs> might be a one-woman show. <laughs> no, no, I don't mind. I was enjoying listening to you. So it just sounds like um, you put more specific, like you, you use the word tangible. That was quite nice. Goal achievements down. So you were thinking about freedom and actions and life events and confidence and stuff like this as your positive outcomes from weight loss. I think that's great. Well, it's interesting that you've just used that word confidence because I've actually written that down on my list as mm -hmm. I I'd felt that I didn't need to increase my confidence because that, that is on my piece of paper written down here because I have always been a confident person. And when I was much more overweight, I was still a confident person. So it's interesting uh, oh, that, okay. that a lot of, yeah, that a lot of people say, you know, I feel a lot more confident or it's increased my confidence or I'm more confident in doing this or that. But my weight has never really stopped me or hindered me. 
in in the confidence stakes, if you know what I mean. You know, I I, I, I do, yeah. What I meant so yeah. was Sorry, I, go I on. meant I meant confidence in your movement and in the things that you wanted to do. Because I was thinking back to the ah, uh, ah, where okay. on maybe it was maybe it was last podcast where you said you you climbed over stiles and fences and a river, yes. and you said you yes. would have never done that before. Um, yes. I meant I meant confidence in being you know these things that you wrote down that you were trying yep. to do or achieve. Yep. Yeah, yep. in having the physical ability to do that. I didn't okay, mean self-confidence, okay. well, but, not, but well, you, you we'll, are right. We'll, self-confidence changes yeah. for some people, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And and we'll come back to that about the styles and things because that is also written down as well. And I'll come back to, to exactly what you're saying now. But yeah, self-confidence. I've, I've always found it difficult to walk into a crowded room, but that's got nothing to do with weight. That is just me. You know, I, I'm, although I'm, a, yeah. I'm an extrovert and I'm a people person, I do find it, I am quite shy at times if I walk into a crowded room on my own. I'd always ask to meet somebody outside if I could, um, you know, to, so, so that I could walk in with somebody else. But that was never weight related. It, it's, it's just who I am. But, you know, as far as standing up and giving presentations to 100 people mm. or something in, in work or anything, I'm, I'm, and, and wearing nice clothes, you know, so many people have said to me, how, how good I look now. But then they've always backed it up by saying, mind you, you've always worn lovely clothes and you've always looked lovely. And you've always, <laughs> you know. So so I feel as if I, I, losing weight, confidence was not one of the things that I, I felt that I would get out of this. But I agree with you, the confidence to try something that I otherwise thought that I was incapable of doing because of my weight, then yes, yeah, that's the way I was looking at it. I was, thinking, I was thinking back to the time where we were going to do stretching as well and you were a bit worried yes. about getting up and down. It turned out to be easy. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But was it easy because I'd lost weight or would it have been easy anyway? I, ne I never tried because question. I felt as if I was too overweight and, what, and I felt as if I'd get stuck on the floor and not be able to get back up again. And how mm. would that make me feel? Plus, the, obviously, the fear of not being able to get up if I was in the house on my own. So that's that's interesting that one because I I don't know whether I would have been able to get up or not. All I know that I can because I've tried it now, haven't I? So, <laughs> Good. so that Good. so that worked. So yeah, I think coming back to this whole thing, most people I think when they say um, you know I want to lose weight and you say why, you know they would come out with well I want to be healthier, I want to be happier, I want to you know I can't get into any of my clothes, um, I. And, you know, and things around that, oh, I want to live to see my children grow up. Or, or I'm saying this all in a sarcastic way because I, I feel now that these are all, like I say, a bit, not naff, but not, not tangible enough for me anyway. They're just words and they're words that you will have repeated over and over again. And therefore, they don't hold the same meaning anymore, I don't think. Um, so it had to be different for me this time. So I made this list, as I say, and the top one on the list was to be able to fasten the seatbelt on the next plane that um, I went on. And because I'm retired and because, you know, I'm fortunate to have got a pension, etc., then we do go on a lot of holidays. And of course, you know, the lockdown thing has uh, absolutely put paid to that at the minute. But fortunately, it, it wasn't locked down at that time. So I went on another plane, you know, several months later and got on there with trepidation, really, thinking, I've lost a bit. I've not lost a huge amount, but I've lost a bit. Will I be able to fasten the seatbelt? Because if I can't, I'll be really, really upset. Mm. And I don't know what that'll do to me. You know, will that make That's me think, well, there's no point. Yeah, there's no point. I might as well just jack it all in, all that kind mm. of stuff. 
But I got on the plane and I fastened the seatbelt and it was like, yes, yes, yes. That's a real, real, yeah. real. And I didn't have to really breathe in or, or, you know, squash myself or anything. I fastened it. And then, you know, I went to my notes and put a big tick at the side of that one and then looked down the rest of my list. You know, what, what else do I want to be able to do when I've lost weight? Um, and I, I think I told you this the other day. I've sort of had to try and think of another list because actually all of the things on that list, I've ticked them all off now, <laughs> which, which is positive. great. But And I think in some ways that's why maybe that I'm happy maintaining at the minute because I don't feel as if I've got those tangible goals anymore. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I've only just thought about that, really. It's because uh, you've got to where you were trying to get to, of course. You're allowed to be happy. That's good. Yeah, but then, you know, when I'm sort of getting undressed and catch sight of myself in the mirror, I think, mm, gosh, you know, there's still quite a lot of flab there, you know, I need, I need to do something. But then it just sort of goes in one ear and out of the other and thinks, yeah, okay, whatever. But so, so I'm, not, I'm not as motivated, I think, as I, was, um, as I was before. Because, as you say, I've reached the goals because the goals were never, none of my goals were a weight target. I never yeah, said they, they I were things to that were. There were things yeah, that the weight was stopping you doing. So it was there were things that you were, there were either problems that you were experiencing or anxieties that you were having, and your goals were to get away from these things. And now you've gotten away from them. So it's natural to be slightly less motivated because you're not trying to get away from awkward or painful or a situation mm. that make you unhappy anymore. Um, and then it's up to you if you want to go further forward. It's all just about you and you being happy at however you are in your life. So then if you want to continue, then you can. And if you don't want to, then you don't have to. That's the game. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. And, you know, at, at the minute, I, as I said to you, you know, I went on holiday last week. I came back, got on the scales, and I was one pound lighter when I came back than when I went. What, what now, a winner. The, the, what a winner. Yeah, I mean, eh? a couple of weeks before then, I'd been on a different holiday and came back and I was one pound <laughs> heavier. But the whole point is, I was up one, down one, I, therefore stays Only the one same. as well on a holiday, let's be real. That's as excellent yeah, as it can uh, be. Who only yeah, wins one? Think, exactly. And I think that that proves the fact that I am, I, I am very good at maintaining. I, I am. And, mm. and that's it. And I've proved that now. You know, it doesn't matter where I go, what I'm faced with, yeah. I can still maintain without being miserable. Habits. Really nice. Yeah. Without being miserable. I think that's the main thing. Yeah, because you, um, you, didn't, you didn't eat perfectly, but you just didn't eat everything. Yeah. Yeah. When you were you on know, holiday. I, yeah. I wrote, so you started to, I wrote to you one day when I was on holiday and said, I'm ashamed of myself today with what I've eaten. And, and you know, I'm just going to go back to square one and blah, 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 blah. Uh, but the day after, I didn't, because I, I just won't now. I know that I won't. You know, I I didn't. I wrote to you and sort of confessed. <laughs> it was like a confessional. <laughs> if, I, if I confessed to Connor, you know. And I wrote to you and said, oh, God, I can't believe what I've eaten today. And, and I'm so embarrassed and I'm ashamed and blah, 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 blah. And it was almost like by doing that, I'd... I'd got rid of the shame and then the day after was I was just you know back to back to it again if you if you want to call it that so oh that's nice that's very positive yeah yeah so um going through my list and I've sort of grouped them together really and one of them is under the umbrella of walking and I, I think that walking for me has been brought about by lockdown. So that the one thing that he, they, whoever said that you could do uh, in lockdown was go for one walk a day. And I just thought, well, I don't do walking, you know, but, but I'll have to then because otherwise I'll just be in the house the whole time. 
So it was almost, I went for a walk to stop being in the house because I'm, you know, I'm an out and yeah. about kind of person. I'm not a person who spends much time in my house anyway. Um, so I sort of took up walking and it, it wasn't really anything to do with health or fitness or weight loss, but it was brought about by lockdown. But lots of things have happened as a result of walking. Number mm. one, I can now walk. That, that's number one, as in, could I walk before? Yes, I could walk before, of course. I'm not a person who couldn't walk before, and I know some people are in that situation. Mm-hmm. But number one, I absolutely despised it. Secondly, it made me completely out of breath, depending on, you know, I, I could just walk a very short amount of, of um, steps, and I was out of breath. My legs would ache, my back would ache. And all of the reasons why it's a case of, well, I just won't do that anymore then. I'll just get in the car. And because the car's outside on the drive, you just get in the car and I drive everywhere. So suddenly having to walk or choosing to walk because of the lockdown, we were walking round the block, as in out of my house and round round the estate. And where I live, there are hills in every direction, left, right, forwards, backwards. They are massive hills to walk up. And one of the things I've written down here is, I, can't, I don't know if I can explain this properly, but if my husband ever said to me, shall we go for a walk? I would always say, where to? I need to say, well, <laughs> I well, well I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know what you mean, where to, just for a walk. So well, what's the point of that? Why, why would I just want to go for a walk? If you said yeah. to me, do you want to walk to the pub? Do you want to walk to the supermarket? Do you want to walk yeah. up to the doctors, up to the library, up to the park, up to whatever? Yeah. I could sort of get that because I'm walking somewhere instead of getting in the car. But why would I just want to go for a walk? That's the the first thing. The other thing is the thought inside my head, if he mentioned the words, shall we walk or go for a walk? I'd have this horror feeling of I'm going to be out of breath. My back's going to hurt. My legs are going to hurt. Mm. I'm, I'm just not going to be able to do it. So it's better to just say no especially if anybody else was involved. So if any friends or family are saying, we're going for a walk on Sunday, I think, well, I'll just have to make an excuse because there's no way that I will be able to walk as part of a group or a crowd because I can't walk very far without feeling, you know, dreadful and crap. But the other thing is, because there's so many hills around where I live, and this is a bit I don't know how to describe, I'd, I'd be at the bottom of the hill and look to the top and feel proper fear fear (laughs) and anxiety and stress and upset just by looking at the hill and thinking i just don't know if i'm gonna be able to get up there i I don't know if i'll be able to get up there and i used to walk from our house to the top of the hill and i'd probably have to stop four or five times to get my breath or to straighten myself up to stretch my muscles out a bit so that my back didn't hurt as much and it was embarrassing and very, very unpleasant. So therefore, why would I do it? That makes perfect so, sense. That's what I meant about the confidence as well, to go places and mm, do things. Yeah, that's the angle I was coming at it from. That makes perfect that's, sense. That's right. That's right. So because of lockdown, we started walking for no reason, if you know what I mean. You know, the, the, the government said you could walk, so therefore I decided to walk, even if we weren't walking anywhere. So we used to just walk around the block. But because I was doing that every single day and because I was walking around the block, which meant up this hill and up that hill and up that hill, obviously, bit by bit, 
what what did I build up then, Connor? Is it stamina or what? I don't know what. Yeah, oh, well, you could you could term it different things. I guess you could call it stamina. You could call it fitness. You could call it endurance. You could anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 never with weight loss in mind is what I'm getting at. No, no, yeah. Never did I think. Well, if I You're do doing this, it not I to go lose. stir crazy. <laughs> yeah, I do it doing it not to go stir crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> but suddenly. I then, my husband's got like an app on his phone that counts your steps. And he was like, oh, you know, done two and a half thousand steps or something. I said, oh, I don't, I've not got that. Like, What's all this about this step thing and that? So, you know, obviously I've heard people saying you have to do 10,000 steps a day and whatever. But it, it never applied to me because I never went anywhere to, to bother counting. So it didn't really matter. So 10,000 steps, I didn't know whether that was a lot or not a lot or, or anything really. And then he was like, oh, we've done two and a half thousand. Oh, we've done this and that. So from then... My husband bought me a Fitbit wrist thing, uh, wrist watch thing. And um, I, then I started getting obsessed then by the number of steps that I was doing. But all once again, nothing to do with weight loss. And I think this is what I'm trying to make the focus of this podca- podcast about. None of it has been to it. How can I explain it? It's not been, I've not done any of these things to lose weight but losing weight has enabled me to do more of these things does that mm. make sense it does it's, just, it's increased your freedom physical freedom hasn't it basically your options yeah. of what's available to you and how easy it is to do things and how things yeah. feel as well i loved i loved your first point about how you said you used to see walking as a tool like of transportation or of a means yes. of getting from one place to another not something that was like intrinsically enjoyable like you wouldn't just no. do it because you liked it um, no, and that, and that makes perfect sense it. if it's yeah that makes perfect sense if it's difficult like I would feel the same about I don't know cycling I used to I used to cycle a lot li- loads and loads and loads but now I have literally not been on a, a flipping bicycle for 10 years <laughs> literally no, no, you know, so if I no. thought about getting on a bike now I'd think oh my god that's awful and I'd, I'd think about falling off I'd definitely expect that I'm going to get run over and be at the bottom of a hill looking at the top thinking oh my god I can't make it up that there's no yeah. way <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it yeah. all makes sense yeah. So the 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 massive positive out of all of this is that I now enjoy walking. I now am the one who says where we're going to walk to today to my husband. Oh, and he's lovely. like, you know, I say that when are we going to fit a walk in today? I'm doing this this morning, this this afternoon. So we'll have to go at tea time or we'll have to go in the evening because we're busy all day. Or shall we try and squeeze one in in the morning? And I, I what, what would you say words. you enjoy about it then? Sorry. What would well, you, what's, uh, what's driving you to keep, I know you said it's not the weight loss. So then what is driving you to, to love this walking and be, to be trying to fit it in? I think it's become a habit. One of the things that we've talked about a lot, you know, in our program is about habit building. I think it's become a habit now. That's one thing that mm. doesn't mean I enjoy it, but I, but I do enjoy it, but it's become a habit. Therefore I feel that if I don't go for a walk somehow, that's not right anymore you know that's not who I am now I, so so if I don't go I feel oh god you know I've gone to bed tonight and I'm not even had a walk today it's like I've let myself down somehow if I don't have one hmm. but then when I look at my step count and think actually I've done four and a half thousand steps or something just going around the supermarket or you know taking my mom out for a walk or something like not for a walk you know what I mean to the shops or something so yeah. I've not I've not just sat all day. I have actually been mooching around. I just haven't specifically gone for a walk. Yeah. 
But the biggest thing, the biggest, most massive thing that's happened to me is, is I've just started seeing things, things that were always there, but, ne- but I never saw them. I never saw them. And I think there are two reasons. One is I sped, I sped past in the car, absolutely. <laughs> and the yeah. other was time. Because, because I've always rushed everywhere in my life, I've always been late for things. So I've always, so I've never, you know, where they, where they say, you know, wake up and smell the coffee or stand and stare or whatever the words are. That I've never done that because I've always been focused on, I need to be here for 11 o'clock, I need to be mm. there for 12 o'clock, I need to get this piece of work in for the end of the month, I need to do travel to London today to do this or whatever. And everything has been fast, a fast pace. And suddenly I'm retired and that's still not made any difference as far as seeing what's the, you know, the beauty around me. But suddenly going for a walk, I've lived in this house for 38 years and I've seen things at the end of my road that I never knew were there. Absolute, beautiful, stunning nature and scenery and the beautiful sky. And, and I'm talking about even when it's been snowing or raining or anything. I seem as if I've just looked through a new pair of eyes and it's actually made me cry. It's made me cry with the overwhelming feeling that it's given me by just walking to somewhere very close by and stopping and standing and looking around me and thinking, my God, this is just wonderful. I just love where I live. And I can't believe that I've never seen any of this before in 30 years. How weird is that? That's massive, isn't it? That's literally life-changing. Mm. That's so positive. That, is, that sounds <laughs> so positive, literally. Um, and it all started with just going for a walk, can you imagine? And it just yeah. builds and builds and builds. For me, I can't wait to see how much more you enjoy your holidays now. now well, I mean, now I've you... already been on two in my touring caravan to, uh, you know, obviously just plonk your caravan in the middle of a field sort of thing and then set off walking somewhere. Oh, my God. You know, just the places that I've walked to, even in the last two or three weeks since, you know, the lockdown started to be lifted, I literally have cried several times when I've just stood and thought, oh, my God, I just can't believe this beauty. But coming back to the whole thing that you said to me a few minutes ago, the styles. Well, and there's no way that Steve would have ever, Steve, my husband, would have ever considered taking me, if you want to call it that, across a field to walk because he knows, I mean, being married to me for nearly 40 years, that there's no way that I would have climbed over any kind of wall, style, steps, anything, across any, um, what you call it, stepping stones, across a river, anything like that. He just knows that I would never do that. So therefore, he would have never considered um, going in that direction. But obviously, with my newfound and we'll use the word confidence, my newfound confidence and my energy and, and everything during walking, we've gone off the beaten path, down a public footpath and all this, suddenly come to a style and I've had the, the fear, the dreadful fear, anxiety of, oh my God, how am I going to do this? How am I going to climb over there? How am I going to cock my leg over this wall sort of thing? Style and climbing technique, out. it's very specific. <laughs> Absol- absolutely. And then I've done it. And I've done it. With ease, and leaps I've and bounds look at you like a gazelle. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and I'm not sure about that. I'm not quite sure about the gazelle bit, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I stepped down the other side and thought, "Wow, how did I do that?" 
And I think a lot of it is physical, as in, I just don't think I could have lifted that weight before. Is that right? I, I don't know. But in my head, if I'd have put one leg up to step up onto something, I don't feel as if I'd be able to lift up that weight, if you know what I mean. Does that make sense? Well, let's let's find out. I'm just going to Google what is 4.5 stone in kilograms. It's 28.5, okay? So if you gave me two 14-kilogram dumbbells, one in each hand, and said, hold these and climb over that sty, I'd go, really? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. mm, I don't know about that, because that's pretty hard. I'd, I'd, I'd do some exercises with some 14-kg dumbbells at the at the gym and if you try and do if you try and walk with them or do like lunges or like you said climb up something with 14 kilogram dumbbells what do you mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes yeah well that's sense. a good way of looking at it isn't it really i've not only thought about that before I just but yes, to change exactly. it into kg because that makes sense to me in yeah. terms of weight, you know, from like being at the gym. But some of it could have also been mental, like like you said. It could have been some yeah. physical sort of it would have been physically harder, but it's also a a psychological confidence thing, like with the getting up and down off the floor. You weren't actually sure whether you could or not, sort of thing. No, so 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 I always said that I couldn't. So if anybody yeah. ever said, Do you want to go to yoga? Do you want to go to Pilates? I used I used just to go, Oh no, no, I won't be able to get up off the floor. And that's it. End of you know, I won't be able to get, get get up off the floor. And and that was the end of it. That was just that that path. I think it's amazing me. this. It, it's yeah. to, to me, I think it's in, incredible because your your freedom has increased in the world from a 2D world to a 3D world. You can now not only go left and right, but you can go up and down. <laughs> you can, oh, but you can Connor, go up, it, it's it's life changing. <laughs> it is life changing. Literally, there's, literally. You've got another D on the world. It's powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so more I dimensions. Think, you know, the 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 whole thing about walking, as I say, is is no longer just about going for a walk. It's about you know climbing over things. It's about crossing stepping stones. That's another thing I did. You know there was like you know a little stream going across, and there was no alternative. If there had been, I'd have probably not ventured. But you know, and and also my husband saying to me, "I'm just so proud of you. I just can't believe that you've done that." And I'm like. I can't believe it's either, aren't I? Wonderful. And, you know, just amazing <laughs> things. And oh, then lovely. looking at my step count and seeing that it says 13,000 or something like that, thinking, Jesus, how can I do 13,000 steps? You know, to some people, once again, that might not be a lot. But for me, who was doing in the hundreds, you know, I was like, uh, probably, I don't know, because I never really counted because I didn't have the ability to count. But I reckon I was probably doing five or 600 a day mm. steps. And suddenly... I'm doing, you know, 10, 11, 12,000, or what have you. Not, what, what's not your huge, highest but... step count day ever so far, do you know? It was 18,000 is 18? the biggest one I've done so far. But that's because we went on two, on two walks. It wasn't that's just, big. Uh, well done. It wasn't just in, in one thing. But, yeah, so, so I've written down here, I now want to walk. I can now walk and talk at the same time. I can now walk uphill without getting out of breath. And I can now look at a hill in front of me without fear or dread, is what I've written down. And then I've put in brackets, plus styles. <laughs> styles but the other thing is, Connor, not only styles, but you know when you're walking across a field, sometimes there's a style, but there's a little tiny gap in the wall True. that you have to sort of go through. Well, I know that I wouldn't have fit through that gap in the yeah. past. And I don't know what I'd have done if we had have gone on a walk and you get to that point and because there's no there's no other way around, is there? You can't think oh, I'll not do the style. That's I'll leap point. over the wall instead or I'll go round the corner or something. You either go that way or you turn around and, and go back where you've just come from. 
So looking at some of these gaps in these walls, I'm thinking, am I that narrow? Am, am I? And it's putting your brain into, am I that narrow now? I know I wasn't before, but I can't quite judge how, how narrow I am or how wide I am or whatever words to use. And then turning sideways and sliding through this gap and thinking, yes, yes, yes. I can now get through a gap in the wall as well. Would anybody else get such pleasure out of that? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I just have no idea. But for me, that that whole walking out of breath, da, 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 I've just said, is it has been a huge thing, a really big thing. Oh, it that's just so has. lovely. Do you understand why people like hiking now? Yes, yes, I, I do. Bet, I, I bet before you looked do. at hikers and you thought, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I thought like there's something wrong in your head somewhere. I'm like, why did you choose to do that? I still now, haven't now quite got it. my head around people running. I, I haven't got around that bit yet, but you know, it's I know the that same, it's literally do. the same thing. You know, it's it's it, the exact same thing, just faster. It's just the next level up of it. Like you used to look at people walking and think, "Why you just walk to mm-hmm. get places? Why would I do that?" Now you think it's enjoyable when walking becomes easy and you can get places faster and run, and it gets your adrenaline going, and you feel like, "Oh my god, look at yes. me! I can yes. move! I'm moving yeah. places!" Yeah, yeah. Some people, some people like it. Some people don't. Not everybody likes running. Like I run a bit. I don't really enjoy it, but some people no. really like it and they get into it and they get into the challenge of it. You know, like you've got the step count challenge and you're thinking, "Yes, yes." Yeah, some people get into the running challenge and then you feel fitter. One of the things yeah. I enjoyed from running, and I don't know if this makes, well, I suppose it does make sense to other people, um, is when, when I started running, my walking got better. And I know that sounds strange, ah. but it's the same thing that you've experienced, um, where when you lost weight, you could walk better. When I could run, now imagine how easy it is for me to walk up any hill when you could run yes. 10 kilometers without stopping. You're never out yes. of breath ever. Your feet never hurt. Your knees feel perfectly fine. Yeah. Your heart rate's not yeah. up. You don't you don't sweat even on a hot day hiking up a massive hill because I could run yeah. up it. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You know, yeah. so it's just, it's more freedom, more just, I don't know, self-confidence in movement and stuff yeah. like this. Really powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I've got some walking shoes now. I, I mean, it's just laughable. Got, you know, Lynn Robertson has got some walking shoes. I mean, how? how <laughs> yeah, why? What? And I love them. I just love putting them on and thinking, oh, I'm going for a walk in my walking shoes. And, and I always thought walking shoes were really um, stiff <laughs> and they'd be like, really hurt your ankles and everything. Oh, and it's like walking on air, walking on these, um, on these <laughs> no, shoes. They're made to be extra comfortable, so, aren't they? Yeah. I used to look at them and think, why would you want to put something like that on your feet? But... Yeah, so so I love all those. So that that's the whole walking thing, and that that is that is number one uh, as far as as what's changed about me. But that was never on my list. You see, of course, that was not on my list of reasons why. Because why mm. would I put on that? I want to start walking because well, it wasn't on I your didn't. list of reasons when you started. But then when it, I started, it ascended, yeah. It, one of the things that's yeah. interesting about goal achievement is as you achieve these things and you're moving forward, you become a different person that wants different things. So it's natural yeah. for your list of goals on the list to change. Yeah, yeah. So as I say, on my list, number one was fastening the seatbelt on a plane. But the, you know, that's sort of pretty much second or third on my list was to fasten my own shoelaces. Mm. And once again, you know, there may be people listening to this who think, what? You know, fasten your own shoelaces, duh. You know, why can't you fasten your own shoelaces? But the fact was, or is, I couldn't. And I always used to make the excuse that it was because I'd got a bad back and my back would hurt if I bent down. 
actually it was because i physically could not bend in the middle so hmm. uh, you know the 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 fat tummy was there and spare tire and everything and i couldn't bend over enough to reach down to fasten my shoelaces so the only way that i could fasten them if i was desperate and there was only me in the house was to lift my foot up onto a chair or something and then i could just about lean over and and fasten them but usually i'd just say to my husband will you fasten my shoelaces please and he got used to the fact that he needed to fasten my shoelaces and of course <laughs> i virtually didn't have any shoes that had shoelaces anyway so it well, wasn't really an issue so you know all my shoes are like slip-on shoes or boots or whatever with zips on so it was never a major issue but every so often I'd come and, oh, God, I'm going to put them shoes on. I'm going to have to ask somebody to, to fasten the laces. And similarly, I couldn't pick anything up if I dropped it on the floor either. Mm. So if I was in the kitchen and I dropped a teaspoon on the floor or something, I just couldn't, I couldn't bend over to pick it up. I, I could, but I'd have to sort of crouch down, you know, and then I'd feel that I would topple over somehow. And horrible feeling, horrible feeling that you you can't do something for yourself when you're a fit, young, healthy person. You know, it's not like you're disabled or you're 90 or something like that, you know. Um, and one day, suddenly, probably when I got these walking shoes that have obviously got laces and I'm wearing them every single day to go for a walk, I suddenly realised I could bend down and fasten the shoelaces. And I actually put a post in the group about it because... Once again, somebody might think that's not a big deal. To me, that was mega, absolutely mega, massive thing. And funnily enough, when I posted that in the group, a lot of other people said, that's one thing that I'm aiming for. Or they put, that's one thing that I can now do. So that's an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah. It's just, it's more freedom and more confidence in your life, isn't it? To do things, it's just better movement. It's, It's removing daily anxieties and struggles away from you isn't it like worrying about dropping something or which shoes you've got to put on this is just extra stress in your life you don't need this stress and and it's a nice little freedom for you that it's gone it's these unexpected benefits sometimes or like you said maybe maybe not unexpected because maybe you you would have seen that improvement coming but it's the i don't know less common benefits or the benefits people don't think about as much like you said mostly people just think oh i'll be healthier i'll be happier like you said but there's there's a lot more changes clothes yeah yeah that's pretty much what people say i want to i want to be a size 10 or i want to you know i want to weigh this amount or i want to lose four stone or you know all those things whereas I wanted to some. I wanted some changes in my life. That's what I wanted to be able yes, to do. And that's much more things. powerful, isn't it, than what the scale says? It's 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 important on some level what the scale says, and that is nice if you see it going down, etc. And it's not wrong to have a weight target, etc. That's all personal no, preference. Absolutely but not. No. Yeah. There's so much success that can be celebrated along the way to there, though, isn't it? And the more that yeah. more of these little tangible real life wins you can get, the more proud of yeah. yourself you're going to be, and the more motivated you'll be to continue and to keep achieving more in your life. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, one of the other things that I wrote down on my list is, and if you can try and imagine this, do you know what I mean by a booth seat? Um, so yes, in like, like a, a big round circular seat or something. Yes, either a circular table with circular seats going around or like or a booth a table fixed... in a restaurant. Yes, yes a booth okay, table yes. in a restaurant or even a picnic bench. 
So if you're yes. outside a pub or a cafe and there's a picnic oh, table. Non-adjustable non seats where you can't move the seat yes. away in terms of distance yes. from the table. Oh, yeah. where it's fixed into the floor or to the... Oh, yes, okay. Yeah. The fear and anxiety of walking into a place and seeing that they only have booth seats and you know that you can't fit in those booth seats. And you're walking through the door with people and you know that you can't fit in there. And how do you tell somebody that you need to leave that restaurant? It's horrendous, horrendous. And That's especially, especially on that same trip to America, because pretty much everywhere that we went had got these booth seats. That's all I can describe them as. Um, and it was fine on some parts of the holiday because there was just me and my husband. But on other parts of the holiday, we stayed with some friends in America. And they weren't small, by the way, but they were smaller than me. And, you know, oh, we'll go to this place, you know, this fantastic steak restaurant and blah, blah, blah. And we go walking in and my eyes are all over the place thinking, oh, my God, there's only booth seats. Oh, my God, there's only booth seats. And then I spotted a table that wasn't a booth, but they'd already walked towards the booth. And right. I had to make up, make up that I was claustrophobic and that there's no way that I could sit um, and feel that I was hemmed in. I needed to be somewhere where I could get out freely if my claustrophobia came on and everything. No idea where that came from. It just came into my head at the minute. And we went and sat on the one table that was free that wasn't a booth seat. And of course, for the rest of that holiday, they never went for another booth seat because they knew that I was claustrophobic and they'd have, to have a separate table and everything. But funnily enough, my husband then thought that I was claustrophobic because <laughs> since we came back from he holiday, believed he he's, said, he's a great yeah, guy. you know, you, you can't, you can't have, you know, you can't go in the bull seat, can you? And you, you don't like bull seats because you get claustrophobia. Don't you? I'm like, well, not really. It's just because I can't fit in one, you know? And he's like, oh, I thought it was because you said you were claustrophobic. <laughs> but once again, probably, I don't know, three, four months ago or somewhere, I went somewhere and there were these booth seats, and I thought, can I? Shall I? Will I be able to fit in one? And Steve went marching off past these booth seats. And I went, oh, no, I think we'd be able to sit here. And he like looked uh -huh. at me as if, do, do you want to have a go? Do you want to try? And it's like, but what if I can't? What if I can't? How am I going to feel then? And, and I said, and I just slid into this booth seat, <laughs> sat there with a gap between me and the table. And it was like, yes. Oh, good. Yes, 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 I can do that now. So, they're daft things, aren't they? They're daft. I don't think that's daft. People. You'd have anxiety every day about anywhere going out to eat, depending on what tables and chairs they had. Like, what if you had a, yep. if they had a tall stool? I bet that wouldn't be the oh greatest my God, thing I either. Do that either, Connor. Well done for saying that. Yeah, tall stools. No way that I could yeah. put that one foot up on the stool without the thought of the whole stool coming toppling down on top of me. Yeah. To be fair, places, um, we live in Sheffield for people that are listening in central England and places have been getting quite indie. So at, at one restaurant, I remember before lockdown, someone tried to seat me at a barrel. I just said, come on, let's, <laughs> let's not do this. Just like tiny tables at this barrel table. I was like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I've, I've also, I've, I've, I've asked to move before but yeah i don't think they're small things because you'd be it's just extra worries and stress in your life that you just don't need yeah. to be there it's just just i don't know squashing your freedom ever so slightly and adding in these extra little anxieties isn't it yeah and then the the sort of final thing in the list and then i've just got some other some small bits and pieces the final thing in the list was um how do you explain them uh folding chairs 
sun chairs, you know, folding chairs. Where, oh, I don't mean okay, deck yeah. chairs, I mean the folding chairs. Uh, those where you sort of squash them together and you put them in a um, a sleeve sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know if you know what I mean. They're like, like material ones. Oh, my goodness me. Yeah, you get one of those, you look at it and think, if I sit on that, the material's going to break, or I'm going to sit on it and I, I'm whatever. But eventually, you know, you, you are somewhere and you think, oh, I'm all right. So you sit on it, but then you can't get back out of it again. There's no they, way that you can get back out of it. You, you're too low down to be able to get back. They are hard to get, to get out back. of, I'll give you that, even on normal well, situations. I, yeah, I, th- I think they probably are for most people, but they're impossible. For, it was impossible for me. So I used to have to ask somebody yeah. to get me out of the chair. Yeah. When you're on holiday a lot, that? That, that situation will keep yes. popping up, won't it? Or if you're laying on a sunbed, you know, you sit True, down, you lay on thing. the sunbed, can't get back up again, you can't yeah. you've got, can't lever yourself up to a sitting position, let alone once you get up to the sitting position, actually being able to stand upright because you've not got the leverage because the, the seat is too low down. And you've yeah. got the fat tummy in front of you. So you, it, it's, it's awful, awful having to ask some. And you say all this, I'm saying all these things. You think, well, why didn't you lose weight years ago then? Uh, who knows? Who knows how and why I've lived with all of these things for, well, for all of my adult life. I've lived well, it's just with difficult them. to lose the weight, isn't it? And these things sort of, these, these negatives creep up on you and you just adjust your life and get used to them sometimes, don't you? Like you said, your husband just tied your shoes when you couldn't, or you yep. just started buying different shoes or people just buy the next size of clothes up and you just make little adaption. No, it's just one adaption or just change this a little bit, but then it's another one and another one until after 30 years it had built up into a position where you were experiencing negatives on a day-to-day basis in different ways and then that probably triggered you to do yeah. something about it. I've got a different question yeah. for you. Have you ever been in a hammock? No, no. <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to say imagine. no. I, I can't even imagine it now. Oh, you're missing out. Have you? Oh, yes. Oh, you're missing out. <laughs> I, know it look, I know it looks strange. It's like a giant sling thing that you lay in. Yeah. But, yeah, oh, hammocks. Oh. On a sunny day, the hammock is so comfortable. <sighs> You can't even believe it. It's like it rocks you gently to sleep in a little cradle of fabric. It's so beautiful. Um, At some point in your life, you need to be—we need to be stepping up the confidence level to hammock level. (laughs) That's where we need. That's where we need to be at. And then you're going to be on holiday in a sunny place. Yeah, you're going to think, shit, this is the life. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) You need a pink-coloured, fruity-like cocktail of some kind, and you need a hammock. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be yeah. having the time. The actual time will be yours. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So just um, just one more thing that's just, just made me think now, when you said about going, you know, being on holiday and in the chairs and everything, is um, when we, I once went on a cruise with uh, two other couples and on this particular day, we, they dropped us off at this island and Steve wasn't very well, so he stayed on the ship. So I went with these other four, you know, two couples. And when we got to this island, basically there were no sunbeds, no chairs or anything. You just put your towel on the beach and, mm. and went down. And I knew that I couldn't do that. Or, or could I is another matter. But I knew that I couldn't go down there. And I'm thinking, how can I say to these other two couples, I can't... I can't sit on the beach. So I decided I'd go for a walk round, like walk round the beach, walk round the edge of the sea, came back again. They're all still laid out on these towels. 
And I'm thinking, what, what can I do? What can I do? I found some steps to sit on, sat on the steps, struggled to get back up off these stone steps, but I managed to get back up. And eventually I thought, I will have a go. I will have a go. Oh, I got myself in a right state, trying to get down onto the beach. I must have just looked like a landed whale or something, trying to get down on the, to this towel. Eventually, I like, flopped down on the towel. And literally, when it came time to go, the two men had to, like, whatever the word is, like, hoist me up off the, the, um, the sand. And it's so embarrassing, so, so awful. And I think so, since then, I've thought I'll never, ever sit on the floor again or get down on the floor again until I did that stretching thing with you when I told you I didn't think I'd be able to do that and then of course I did and I've done it since and and everything so you have some horrible experiences you do honestly when you when you've got a weight when you've got a big weight problem you have some horrible experiences it does sound like it. I'm glad that these struggles have been removed for you now. And now that your freedom is back and your stress has lowered in all of these areas. And now, like you said, maybe you're not, maybe you don't have the motivation to get away from these negatives anymore, which is a positive thing in your life. That's a good thing. Um, yeah. now, now you can keep going forward and building on it. Keep getting your fitness up, keep walking further, anything that you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. So just the small things that I've written down here, I've put, I've got a lot, lot more energy. I've got a clear head. I can't even explain that. I can now run up and down stairs, whereas I used to take one step at a time, but now I can run up and down stairs. I'm nowhere near as tired as I used to be. I don't have acid reflux like I used to have. I leap out of bed in the morning, whereas I used to have to sort of roll out of bed. I couldn't really get out of bed easily. Um, and I just feel happier. So, so I, what I'm coming around saying now is what I used to write and say I want to be happier and healthier, I now am those things. So I am happier and healthier, but that wasn't the aim. It's, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So it's I've amazing. achieved it, but that wasn't, what I, that wasn't what I wrote down that I wanted to achieve. But I've achieved it by achieving the other things that were on my list. Yeah, and I suppose some people might do it the other way around. They might aim for the health and happiness and then find that they've got less struggles along the way. You aim to reduce your struggle and it's made you healthier and happier while you were doing that, which is good. Yeah. It's just two different ways of looking at the same thing, isn't it? And I loved what you said there. You said, oh, this is just a list of some extras. And then you you listed everything in the world that's life-changing. You listed all the ways your life is just not... Oh, oh, and just these little extras here of, like, more energy, sleeping better, leaping out of bed. I'm like, all right, yeah, Yeah. these are small, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, less tired, all of them. But I do think that some some of it is weight-related, but some of it, I think, is the supplements that you recommended as well as part of the programme. Yeah. I'm sure that they have made a big difference. I, I wouldn't know. How will I know? I won't know whether it's the supplements or the weight or both or which, which is as a result of which. But, you know, the supplements that I take, I think that they've made a difference to me as well. Um, so, you know, and, and they're not mega, are they? It's not like some, you know, you can only get them from a certain place or anything. They're just um, pretty simple things that you've recommended. But um, I take those religiously every single day and tell everybody else under the sun to take them as well. So so that's really good. So shall I tell you what I've written down as my negatives? Yeah, go for it. My negatives are, slight, so this is what I mean by the tongue-in-cheek, 
Okay. I've had to buy a little. I've had to buy a load more clothes. <laughs> that is an right. issue for some people, isn't it? You need to have money for a new wardrobe sometimes. And, and then I was going to put. <laughs> and then I said, and that means oh, I've got Lord. no money. So I've got no. Yeah. So I'm, the, I'm the only person during <laughs> lockdown who spent loads of money. So loads of people have I've hardly spent anything during lockdown. I think. I have. I've spent loads because I've been ordering all these clothes online because each lockdown I've gone and got some clothes out, you know, for that season, if you want to call it, from last year. And they're just miles too big. And I thought, they're not that big, really. And then somebody said to me, you know, somebody close to me, like my husband or my mum or one of my daughters, like, you know, you can't really wear that. It just looks horrendous. I think <laughs> it does. It just looks like like a bag over the top of me. So, like, all these clothes I've been putting on eBay and sending a load to charity and all sorts. But it's meant that I've had to buy clothes. Therefore, I'm the one person who spent loads of money. So I've got no <laughs> money and I have to buy new clothes, um, which is, you know, the negative. But one thing I was going to say as um, my other negative that I've written down, and I wanted to ask you about this. I seem to feel cold all the time. Mm. Is that a fact or am I yeah. imagining it? No, that could be a real thing. Body fat is insulation, isn't it? If you've got less body fat, you will have a, you will have a lower temperature. That's real. Um, body fat is the thing that's in between. Your muscles and organs produce heat, and then there's basically muscle and organ. Then there's a layer of body fat, and then skin, isn't there? So in between, mm-hmm. your body fat's the thing in between your muscles and organs and like space, the universe, <laughs> if you stood outside. So it's the thing that keeps all the heat in. So yeah. Um, and also when you eat less food, there is a lower what's called thermic effect of food. Do you remember how protein boosts up yes. your metabolism? Yeah, that's, yes. through the th- that's through the thermic effect of food. But all food really has a slight thermic effect. Um, it produces a little bit of heat for your body to digest the food. So the less food you eat, the less of this food sort of warming effect that you'll get as well. Uh-huh. Um, so it could be a little bit it's it's going to be mostly the body fat thing in my opinion it'll be mostly the slimming down um and you but your body will get used to it you know by the way as well um like how cold you feel um can also be trained and will change over time so it's it, ah. over time it likely you'll stop noticing it sort of thing but on average it'll be a bit less insulation and probably a few less calories as well causing a lower thermic effect of food keeping you warm internally people complain yeah. about that sometimes on like very low calorie diets on like 500 calorie per day diets they just complain that they're freezing that'll be a little yeah. bit of body fat loss but also you're just starving yourself to death so your body's just struggling yeah. to keep yourself warm <laughs> yeah yeah i didn't know whether it, i was just imagining that or whether that could be you know could be a real thing sort of but it, you yeah, know no, it's, it's real negative. yeah body fat's definitely insulation yeah yeah so it's you know, I put it down as a negative, but gosh, you know, compared to all my hundreds of positives that I've got, then it's a, <laughs> it's a small price to pay. So I, I do apologise for taking over this whole podcast, but I really felt as if I just wanted to get those things out there. That It's not just about what you look like at the end of the day. It's what you are able to achieve by being a lower weight. And, and whether and that, you know... Jenny mentioned about you know that she's had the confidence to apply for other jobs or go for promotion or whatever so some of it is that type of thing but mine has mostly been physical things I think that makes perfect sense um I think the benefits could 
be split down into two basic categories for me. There's like physical benefits and then there's like mental benefits or, or physical and psychological mm, sort of mm. benefits. Like you listed, yep, a lot of physical benefits. Like some people could be looking for health increase through weight loss yes. or healthy eating. They, should, they could be looking to reduce pain. This is one that we see yes. quite often. Yeah, we get people with yep. fibromyalgia and all kinds of stuff and knee problems and back problems, like you said for you. Um, yep. sometimes, sometimes weight caused or related. Um, you could be looking to boost up your immune system and cut down on illnesses. So you spend yes. less of your time. Yeah. Um, being ill, it could well, increase your longevity or your feelings of well-being. Go on, sorry. I was going to say two things there. One is... Um, there's some people who come because they want a baby, aren't they? And they need True. IVF or what have you, and they need yeah. to be a lower BMI. Or, or their weight itself could be causing them to not actually um, become True. pregnant to start with. And I know that when I was having issues uh, many years ago, my consultant said to me, your weight could be a factor in this. And that's mm. what pushed me to do the Cambridge diet and lose masses of weight very quickly because, you know, somebody telling me that there was a reason why I might not be getting pregnant and it's something that I could fix myself was like, you know, that was the trigger sort of thing. Mm. So, um, so sorry. So yeah, I was just thinking about there's other reasons why people join the program. Um, yeah, there, there are other physical benefits as well, aren't they? I like the one you said, energy levels up. If anybody's listening to this podcast and likes it as well, um, one of the other podcasts I've done, like Lynn's mentioning, is with a lady called Jenny Whitehouse. Um, there's two podcasts with her, but the one, the one called something along the lines of this lady lost 100 pound. Um, yeah. She details, doesn't she, all of the benefits she's had. And people have been finding it. Un I've had so many messages and so has she of people listening oh, to bet. that podcast and just saying, oh, my Lord, that was just so motivating. Listening to her talk about her energy levels as, and yes. how she she plays with her children more and the adventure more and she, she gets yes. more done at work and she's got more zest for life and all this kind of yeah. stuff after yeah. losing 100 pound. Absolutely amazing. And then there's also yeah. physical movement freedoms like you spoke about and movement confidence like you're actually able to do more like you've been adventuring you've been hiking I, i've known people go surfing i've known people go skydiving and bungee jumping when they were too heavy they weren't allowed literally and yeah. then they lose weight and then they can do all uh, what's the other one zip lining i knew somebody that went on yes. something like the world's biggest zip line and you had to be a certain yeah. way you know so people yeah. are sometimes yeah. getting held back from the experiences and being able to it's reducing their freedom a little bit being yeah. this body weight so they, these are physical benefits and then there's also mental benefits isn't there like you spoke about feeling happier and that, that comes from a lot of different ways it can come from feeling less stress or pain or worry in your day-to-day -day yeah. life, freeing you up more room to be happier. It could come from actual happiness hormones being released through exercise, through movement, and through goal achievement. That's one of and the things through people... compliments. You know, people complimenting true. you. You know, yeah, that makes true. you feel very, very good, doesn't it? When somebody says, look at you, what have you been doing? You know, especially as we emerge from lockdown. And some people are like, I've not seen you for ages. What, what have you been doing? Look at the weight you've lost and that kind of thing. That makes you feel like a million dollars. People post about that in our Six Steps to Slim group all the time, don't they? So people must value that because people make a note or they make a point of posting the group saying, oh, my God, I feel so good because this I saw this person and they said, oh, you were looking really healthy today or something, and that's just made me feel fabulous. People say that kind yeah. of stuff all the time, don't they? And I think people underestimate, or, or maybe they don't. Uh, I'm not sure, actually, so maybe I'll recount that, maybe I won't. But the, the achievement and the happiness people get from actually achieving their goal and doing the damn thing, you know, when they actually lose the weight yes. and they're actually like, yes. oh, my God, I did it. The, the actual yeah. happiness that comes from defeating the struggle 
freeing yourself from all this pain and struggle. You actually did the thing you've always wanted to do, the thing that everybody else is struggling to do too. You just did it. Look at me. I achieved yeah. it. And then people get yeah. increased self-confidence from this too. Yes. The, the way that failing many diets and over and over again can hurt people's self-confidence too because they feel like it's them. Oh, there must be something wrong with me. Oh, I'm broken. I failed this so many times. I'm not strong enough. I have weak willpower. I this, I that. It breaks yes. them down and down and down. When they when we build them back up and they finally achieve the thing through, through like you said, stepped success, little wins along the way. Every time they just lose yeah. one pound or they get one of these small wins, they think, at first they think, maybe, maybe I could do this. And then they'll start yes. to think, maybe I can do this. And eventually they'll think, I, I actually can. Oh my God. And then, and then they'll I did it. I actually yes. did the thing. Yeah. And yeah. Then I, I love to see what people go on and achieve afterwards. This is one of my favorite things. Because after people yes. get all this out of the way, after you've got better energy levels and you sleep better and you wake up easier and you've got less pain and less worry and less struggle in your life and everything feels lighter because you are lighter. The world feels lighter on you. And you don't even have to think about your food or body much because you've got it under control and with good habits. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. it's on ticking over on maintenance now. Imagine what else you can achieve in your life and the mental strength yeah. people have built going through this process. Because it's the same practices and pro pro processes that achieve anything in your life. So after they've gone through this process of weight loss where you have to stick at it, you need patience, it's a little bit tough, there's ups and downs, you worry if you're going to do it, you're not going to do it, there's easy weeks, there's hard weeks, you have to consistency again and you're aiming for balance and oh my God, it's difficult and you plug on and on and on and on and on. But as you go through, you become a stronger person because you think, look at me, I'm doing the hard thing. And when you achieve it, you say, oh, I wonder what else I could do using your yeah. newfound strength, using the same processes that you've just used to achieve the weight loss, patience, consistency, having a plan, following through on what you said you were going to do, believing in yourself, trying your best, consist, you know, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Using yeah. this to then go on and achieve anything else in your life after you've got more space and more energy and more control and more confidence to do so. I love it. Yeah. I, love seeing, I love seeing people go from not, not where they are to where they think they're going to be, but from where they are to where they never even thought they could get to. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think just, just I've thought of just one other thing as well, that recently, as I've said, um, I've been maintaining for a few months now, and yet... So many people said to me, oh, you've lost some more, haven't you? And I think the reason that they're saying that is because the clothes that I'm buying now are more fitted oh, than before. Nice. So before I was buying, you know, one size baggy, you know, tops or whatever you want to call mm. them. And therefore, I think underneath that, you couldn't really see what my shape was or anything. And it's only until recently that I've been buying more fitted clothes and in the past, I'd have never done that because I'd have thought, oh, all you can see is like the rolls of fat or my bum sticking out or what have you. Whereas now I feel much more, um, well, confident again to buy the clothes that fit better. Um, there's still some lumps and bumps and all the rest of it. But I think I'm looking slimmer because people are now seeing the amount of weight that I have actually lost rather than me hiding it under the, the bigger clothes. Mm -hmm. So I think... Um, you know, that's that's been a positive in the last two or three weeks as we've emerged from lockdown that people are like, oh, have you lost another load, you know, since you've been in? I said, no, I, I haven't actually. I haven't lost any more in the last sort of three or four months. And like, well, you look as if you have. And I think, yeah, I think that's because of the, although I don't know if the walking might be changing my shape a bit. I don't know if that might be happening. Could be, no couldn't idea. it? You are exercising where you weren't before. Could be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah.
Could be. It's all positive, though, isn't it? It is. And this is, I, I mentioned to you that um, oh, I put something in the group the other day about the, this lady who was a, um, a friend from years ago sent me a text message saying, uh, I know that I've not seen you for a long time, but I saw some photographs of you on Facebook the other day and uh, I just can't believe how amazing you look. What is it that you've done? And I thought, how can I reply to that in a text? So I just wrote back and said, <laughs> have, you, have you got a few minutes for me to ring you? And she said, yeah. And you can imagine, Connor, I was on the film for about as long as I've been on this podcast because I was <laughs> oh saying God. pretty much everything that I've just said on this podcast. And I can walk more now and I can climb over styles and I can do this. And I just went on and on and on. And the poor woman must have thought, God, I thought she was just ringing me for, you know, to give me the name, the name of this company or something, you know, that she could jot down and I'm going. And anyway, and then there's this and then there's that and then there's the other. And then I just had to say, I'm really sorry for being so enthusiastic. And she went, well, no, gosh, you really are sold on all this, aren't you? And I said, yep, yep, I am, I am. <laughs> but I can't, you know, that's it, isn't it? If you're happy and you're, um, what do I mean? And you've seen the results, you've seen the uh, results of your, um, what do you call it? You know, of, of what you've gone through, if you want to call it that, you know, I'm not saying I've gone through anything horrendous, but I mean, um, you know, that you, I, I've, it's the same as everybody. I've had good days and bad days. It's, it's not easy. I said that to everybody, including this woman I was talking to on the phone yesterday. You know, I, I said to her, it's not, not easy. It's not like, oh, I found this diet and it's dead easy. You know, oh, it's dead easy. Wait, it's just dropped off. Nope, it's not easy at all. Um, it's easier than any of the others I've done because it suits me for whatever reason and it suits a hell of a lot of other people or else the people wouldn't be in the group. Um, but it's not, you know, it doesn't just drop off you. It's no magic formula or anything. But then when you see the results at the end and you can now, it opens up all these doors for you that you, things that you never thought that you'd be able to do and you can now do them, then it, it's all been worthwhile, hasn't it? Yeah, it's interesting how losing weight and becoming less of who you are in a way makes you more of who you are in another way. Like we've spoken about in the past, how yeah. some people have literally had a concern that if they lose weight, they'll also lose their personality because they related their personality to being yes. overweight and that making them bubble in these that. different ways. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, I mean, that might happen sometimes, but I've never seen that happen. If you, if you are lighter and healthier and happier in body and in mind, and you've got better energy levels, you're just a, you're just a more free, more confident, more energetic version of yourself. It's yep. yeah. It's, you know, it all just adds towards the positivity. It's not removing from who you are in that way. It's allowing you to be more of who you already are through freedom yes. and confidence and control. Yeah, yeah. I suppose the only difference could be is if your weight was um, was really making you an introvert or shy or not going places or, or what have you. I've and known then, these people too. I've known people not want to go yeah. outside because they feel like people are looking at them. When they, because yes. they've been overweight, literally. I've known this many times. Yeah. And then, you mm -hmm. know, they do lose the weight and then they, you know, have a new lease of life or a new personality or something. So, yeah. That can happen. You know, yeah. Rather, can rather happen. than people thinking I'm going to lose my bubbliness, then some people could gain some bubbliness, couldn't they? Oh, definitely. Absolutely, yeah. definitely. I've known that happen to many people. That's the opposite side of the confidence that we weren't talking about originally, isn't it? That's the side where... Sometimes the weight is literally even in people's minds holding them back from being who they want to yes. be or who they 
they'd prefer to be or think they should be. It's, I've, I've literally known people not like going outside or into public places because they feel yes. like they're big enough that people are looking at them. People have said that to me so many times. And that's yeah. just, it's, yeah. it's another level of anxiety that's just added into your day-to-day life. It just doesn't need to be there, does it? If, if you're no. overweight and you're, un- and, you're, and you're happy, good. But if you're overweight and you're unhappy, then we need to do something about it to get people into a better position, don't we? Yes. Yes, we do. Yes. All right. What do you think then? I think I've chewed your ear off. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. That was really good. Thank you. Re- really motivational. Really motivational. Um, I always love talking to you. I always like to hear your stories. You always have excellent points and input. So I really appreciate your time today on this podcast. Thank you. I've, I've enjoyed that. But I found that quite emotional, you know. It's powerful stuff, isn't it? Mm. It's literally, mm. it, we're literally talking about changing lives. That's what. That's what you've been doing. That's what we try and do. Um, if people want help from us as well, or you want to go find out who we are and what we do, you can go to slumsociety.co.uk. You can also find Slum Society on Facebook and other places on the interweb as well if you're looking for help or support. if you, uh, I can see we've got lots of um, audio recorded messages uh, the public have sent in. We're recording live on the stereo app, but I will inform people again that we do not play these messages. Um, if you've got questions or you want to, us to answer them or you've got comments, etc., you can send them in either through the Facebook page or if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or something like that, messages there. Or again, go to slumsociety.co.uk, see who we are or what we can do for you. And there's also message boxes on there. You could send in a question and I'll see it and then we'll get it answered on the podcast. But apologies, we don't play random messages due to previous acts of profanity from the public ruining the fun for everyone. Mm, ruining mm. the fun for everyone so thank you lynn it's been lovely to speak to you today thank you thank you very thank much you. i'm now gonna go out for a walk yes beautiful <laughs> beautiful enjoy your time today lynn thank you so much thank yeah. you for listening okay. ladies and gentlemen bye 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 all right okie doke